I feel very passionately about getting to the root cause of issues and about actually figuring out what's going on with your body because I've lived it. Welcome to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast. This podcast is for moms who are parenting differently abled children. Maybe you desire to switch to a more natural lifestyle to improve your family's health, but you have no idea where to start. You're longing for more routines and time, but every time you try to implement those tips you've spent hours researching, you realize that they do not work for your family dynamics. Hi, I'm Ashley, and in this podcast, we will focus on implementing routines, switching to a more natural lifestyle, and uprooting those old mindsets that are keeping you stuck so you can plant yourself firmly in the truth that Jesus offers. Our focus is going to be on creating small, customizable changes that will build upon one another over time to create real impact in your family's health, your home, and in your time. If you want to hear from a mama who has been raising several children with special needs and who knows how important it is to do this in a way that is sustainable and that does not add to overwhelm, and who also has seen amazing breakthrough by switching to a more natural lifestyle, then this is the podcast for you. Pop in those earbuds, reheat that coffee for the third time, and let's dive in. Hey, welcome back. On this podcast episode, I'm going to share a little bit about my family's journey to switching to a more holistic lifestyle and kind of how that has benefited us, just our journey along the way over the last probably, honestly, eight or nine years, because it really started with myself whenever I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. I want to just kind of do a little bit of like a highlight on our journey And then next week, I will share a couple of different episodes where I will kind of dive in a little bit deeper on different ways that we have switched to a more holistic lifestyle and some simple tips that you can easily start to implement into your life to make that change. So I am very much the kind of person who believes in a very holistic approach. So I think if we want to truly be well, we have to be well with our mind, our body, and our spirit. I'm a Christian, so I believe, of course, that being well as far as our spirit really has to do with having a relationship with the Lord and having him as our savior and just creating our foundation of life upon him and really seeking him for guidance and and healing and things like that. And then obviously our mind and our body, that's pretty self-explanatory, but you know, that can also really, that can be our thoughts, of course. That can be any kind of traumas we have. That can be the environment we're living in. There's just so many things that go into that. But typically, if you're just addressing only your body and you're ignoring the others, a lot of times you're going to continue to struggle because that's just the way God designed us. And we have to focus on all of those areas to find true healing and health. And I really focus a lot on trying to find root causes within my family. So we really want to figure out what exactly, we may have this diagnosis or we may have this symptom, but what is actually causing that issue? And I like to dig in deep and just figure out what's going on and how can we actually find true healing, not just masking our symptoms. So for me, I mentioned I have an autoimmune thyroid disease. Um, I have had, honestly, I've had very rough pregnancies, heart issues during pregnancy. I've had dysautonomia, just a lot of different things. As I was having children that were requiring a lot of extra care and just different things that I was not expecting, I honestly just burnt out. And that's how I ended up with the dysautonomia. I was able to go to our natural doctor and I no longer have those symptoms at all. And I'm so thankful for that. And that is one thing I will say is I think it's great. I do a lot of stuff on my own. I think there is so much that we can do on our own to improve our health. 
But there are times whenever I have multiple times, not just with myself, but with other children, I have reached the end of everything I know to do. And then I have to reach out and I have to get help from someone else. I have seen so much great health and healing from being able to do that. And it's very fun to watch because typically whenever I reach the end of what I know to do and I start praying on it, the Lord brings me the right person and I'm able to just move forward with that. And I love being able to rely on the Lord to guide and direct me along this journey of just trying to have a family that feels well, that, you know, we can live in a way that feels good. We feel good in our bodies we can communicate with one another, we can function and just enjoy life. And so I know that's what the Lord wants for us. And of course, that looks different for every person, but I know that's what he desires for us. And so I always pray and just ask him to to direct me with where we need to go, what steps we need to do, who we need to see. But I do want to say, if you're in a place where you cannot afford to go to a natural doctor, that there are so many things that you can do yourself to begin to at least see some some progress. And I'll speak more specifically about my own health issues because it's my own story to share. For me, for instance, with my autoimmune thyroid disease, it's Hashimoto's thyroiditis. And also with the dysautonomia, all of these different things that I had going on, for one, the, the thyroid disease was actually preventing me from getting pregnant. And I had thankfully gone to a doctor who she actually asked me if she could test me. I had been tested for thyroid issues in the past, but all they checked was my TSH and they told me everything was fine. And I had gone to this doctor for something else. She knew me, she knew my history and she said, Hey, can I check you for antibodies and then run like some, I don't want to get into the technicalities of it, but then run some additional thyroid lab work on me. And I said, sure. And that's how I discovered that I had this autoimmune disease. So it took a little bit of time, but we were able to balance out my thyroid levels and I was able to get pregnant. However, I still did not feel well. So if you've ever had any kind of thyroid issue, you know that a lot of times with mainstream medicine, you are diagnosed and then dosed based off of your TSH, not off of your symptoms. So your TSH may look okay, but you don't feel well. And that's kind of what I was struggling with, just really having these battles with trying to feel well while also trying to care for my children and having, you know, several small children in a short period of time. And then, of course, I ended up with dysautonomia as well. And I was, for a couple of months, I actually could basically not take care of my children. I couldn't get up. I couldn't move around uh, without feeling like I was going to pass out. My husband was having to stay with me. (laughs) Essentially, my mother-in-law did. I felt like I was basically being babysat because I couldn't care for my children by myself. And as a very independent person, that's not a comfortable feeling. So I eventually was diagnosed with dysautonomia. However, basically they gave me no resolution. They just said, you know, take salt pills, wear um, Ted hose, and hopefully it'll go away, which I was not okay with that answer. So with both of these issues for myself, obviously I was looking at different things that were going on with me, and I won't get into the specifics of it because I'm not trying to offer anyone any kind of medical advice or even coming across that way. However, I ended up figuring out some other issues I had going on, some dietary things, things I was eating that was that were bothering me, things, foods like gluten, dairy. Um, I have issues with oats, all of these different things that were actually triggering my autoimmune condition even more. I was able to cut those out. 
However, with the dysautonomia, I really had no idea what to do. And that's where my natural doctor came in. She was able to, I actually took my child to her. I was explaining to her what was going on with me just because we were chit-chatting. And she was like, oh, have you ever had this happen? And I said, yes, I have. And she said, okay, well, here's what you need to do. And I started following her recommendations. And within, I would say it was like a couple of weeks, I had a significant decrease in my symptoms. And then now I I never actually, once I started following her recommendations, I stopped doing what the mainstream doctors told me to do. And I just started doing what she had given me. And I, within, I would say a few months time was basically back to normal. I did still have to stay on my supplements or I would start to notice that I was, I would regress back. But absolutely within a few weeks, I was functioning significantly better than within a month or two. I was back to normal as long as I was consistent with my stuff. Now I don't even have any issues at all. There's nothing, nothing going on for me. I feel very passionately about getting to the root cause of issues and about actually figuring out what's going on with your body because I've lived it. I just believe in it so strongly because it's been my experience in life. You know, a lot of times mainstream medicine, it it means well, but it's not getting to the root cause. So it can't fix it because it's only covering up a symptom. And there's actually not true healing in that. What I desire for myself and my family is true healing. And then, of course, with my children, we have anaphylactic or we did have anaphylactic food allergies and then also a lot of other food allergies and food sensitivities. And I think I've mentioned before, we have dealt with pandas, which is an autoimmune response to strep. And that has been a really big battle in our house. It's something that it's another one of those examples of where I did everything I knew to do. I have a child who is autistic and I had just been doing a lot of reading and different things like that. So whenever I had another child who developed strep and then very shortly after that started having vocal tics and other issues, my kind of my uh, red flag went off that like, okay, something seems to be going on here. And I did a lot of reading myself and I ended up doing a protocol at home to help the child with what I suspected might be pandas. And that worked. Until the child got strep again. And then their immune system was basically primed and ready to go. And so the second time they got exposed to strep, everything I did was not helping them. It was not working. It was not fixing it. And so we again went to our natural doctor. She's amazing. I love her. With her help, we have been able to... My child was basically flaring up with pandas every few weeks. We figured out someone in our house was carrying strep which was constantly exposing them to it. So we were able to treat all of that with homeopathics. We're not having to use a lot of pharmaceuticals in order to deal with these things. And so that is extremely helpful for me to know that there are other alternatives out there. And these alternatives for my family have actually worked significantly better. Basically with the combination, because especially with pandas, you'll hear it described as if their brain is on fire. And that has been basically for my child, whenever they're having a flare up, that is how they act. And it's heartbreaking as a mother because you don't know what to do. For about a solid year, we were struggling very, very badly with this and could get no relief. And we really had to address a bunch of different things like the brain inflammation, the actual strep. The, the exposure to strep that my child was getting that we didn't even realize. 
And so it was just these layers upon layers of addressing each issue. And now that we have done that, my child hardly ever has a flare up. And if they do, it's so much easier to manage. It's not something where it's going to knock us back for six weeks, you know, being of a regression of really struggling to regulate all of these different things. That is just not the case for us. That's why I feel so passionately about a holistic lifestyle is because not only have I seen it for myself, but I have seen it for my children. And I sometimes sit and I think, if what if I had not chosen to look deeper? What life would I be able to offer for my children? That really moves me to share with others because I want for other people to be well. I know what it's like to want to help your child, but you don't know what to do. To have a child who is struggling immensely and you have no idea how to help them. If we can all come together and we can share the knowledge and the information that we have with each other to help one another, to show up as the best for our family as ourselves, but then also to give our children and our husbands and our friends, everyone around us, to give them the best opportunity to be well. I just think that that is so powerful. And I could really honestly just go across the board with all of this. You know, it's basically the same story with food allergies, with speech delays, with developmental delays, all of these different things. While yes, there are times whenever a person's brain is just wired differently, there's nothing wrong with that at all. It's a beautiful, wonderful thing. I love seeing how some of my children, they just think differently than me. It really intrigues me um, because they just don't think like me. And it's a wonderful, very valuable thing. However, if a child cannot communicate with us, that can be hard for both them and us. We want our children to be able to communicate what they need and what they want. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, we want these things. We want them to be well and to live life to their fullest potential because we love them. And I think that is a great and wonderful thing. Sometimes people will attempt to shame us as if we're trying to change our children. And that's not true. I don't want to change my children, but I do want to give my children the best life possible like any other person in the world. And so if I can help, if there's something going on in their bodies or in their brains that I can help so that they can better express themselves so that they can feel the best that they can so that they're not dealing with a bunch of food sensitivities because they have a leaky gut. I want to do everything I can in order to give them that. And I think so many people, we would all agree that that's, especially if you're listening to this podcast and you're looking into like a more natural, holistic lifestyle, then I'm sure you're, you're sitting here nodding your head with me. And you probably have also come across the shame that people will make you feel for that. And that's actually part of the reason why the Lord really put on my heart to start this is because I think that people should be allowed to be accepted as they are. So my children being neurodiverse, they're accepted as they are. But I can also want the best for them. Does that mean I'm trying to change the way their brain works? Not at all. It just means that I I would love for my children to be able to talk to me. And, you know, we have seen that over time with my children is that their vocabulary is increasing. It's okay that I want my children to talk to me. It's okay that I don't want to have to avoid 25 foods in my house because I want us to be well. There's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, I think sometimes it's hard for people to 
accept both sides of the coin. That yes, I can accept them as they are, but I can also do things to improve their health and to improve their life. And I can feel totally fine with that. I don't feel bad about the fact that I want to help my children to be well. And some of you may not know what I'm talking about, but I know that there are others of you who have come across this in the online space, especially whenever you're dealing with like a disability community or things like that, where people will be very ugly and very nasty. And that is actually, that was my experience in the online space. And I just really felt the Lord telling me he wanted me to create a place where that was not true, where regardless of if we agree or disagree on how we handle or parent our children, we're not going to come at each other with shame. We're not going to come at each other with guilt and being nasty and unkind to one another. Because unless you're truly harming your child, the reality is, is that we all love our children unconditionally and we are just doing the absolute best that we can for them. And that's okay if it's different than what I'm doing. So we really have just gone on this journey with, and that's why I said it's really going to be an overview because there are so many different details that I could go into on this with just myself, with my children, with, like I said, detoxing from things, cleaning up our home environment. I am going to dig in a little bit more next week on some of these other uh, different aspects. But I do want to say my encouragement to you is just to individualize it to yourself. Pray on it. Ask the Lord what he wants you to focus on and then move forward from there. One other thing that I do want to share is just the word that the Lord gave me for this year is hope. And it's actually something he really showed me that he wanted me to have for this podcast as well was for me to create a place where you mamas can also remember to have hope. And I think that that hope comes on so many different levels. It's obviously our foundation of our hope in Jesus, but then it's also the idea of hope for health, hope for healing, hope for an improved life. Just all of these different areas that sometimes can really weigh us down, that we can really get into a a state of feeling like nothing's going to change. And we don't even really realize it at times, but the Lord just really showed me having a place where you can come to just really infuse yourself with some hope as you go out into your life every day. And so that's really what I want to create here is a place of hope. And I want to just remind everyone, as far as we're talking about the topic of health and healing, that can look so different for each one of us, depending on what we have going on in our lives, maybe in, in the life of a child, what kind of diagnoses we have going on. Obviously, for each one of us, it's very specific and very individualized, but that doesn't mean that we can't take some kind of action to improve our family's health, regardless of what we're dealing with. That's the thing I really want to dig in a little bit more on next week's episodes. We'll dig in a little bit deeper on what are some areas that you could start to improve your family's health in small, simple ways. So I will see you back for that next week. Hey, before you go, if you found value in today's episode or you learned something new, would you take a minute to share it with someone else that you know would be blessed by it? I would also love it if you would leave me a review. This lets me know that you're enjoying the show and I love hearing from you. You can head over to our free Facebook community, Special Kind of Motherhood, to connect with me and other like-minded mamas. Until next time, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constantly in prayer. Romans 12, 12.